Well, babe, we did it. We wrote a book. Yeah, man, it's it's actually surreal to even think about uh, that we wrote a book, had a baby, got married, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is now available yeah. for pre-order, and we're so excited to share it with you. Oh, so looking forward to getting this book into your hands, to be in dialogue and conversation with all of you as we continue to liberate love from old imprints and codependent dynamics that keep us small, stuck, and stagnant. Yeah, you know, no matter your relationship status, this book walks you through what shaped you, why do you do what you do in relationship. It dives deep into your relationship blueprint, attachment styles, and most importantly, which is different than every other book that's ever covered codependency in the past, we explore the role of the nervous system in that. And the book is called Liberated Love. Yeah. Release your codependent patterns and create the love you desire. Go to createthelove.com slash liberated love to order your copy now. That's createthelove.com slash liberated love and get that pre-order in and you'll be able to get a free download of a meditation we created and a workbook that goes along with it. Much love and appreciation for your support. Much love. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mark Groves podcast to a special episode, but more special than other special ones because there is something special occurring in this one. As we get through it, you'll see. Don't worry. Stay tuned. It's coming and it's exciting. The thing I wanted to talk about this week is due to the immense amount of uncertainty that we are facing just with our lives, when is this uh, social distancing and isolation thing going to end? When is, you know, what's going to happen? When will we be able to go back to our normal lives? You might be facing financial strain, uh, relational strain. I mean, gosh, for sure, people are in their houses with their partners constantly, your roommates, your family, right? It's like trigger central, and it's all going to be anxiety-inducing. Now, when we go through periods of change, it doesn't matter what it is, we face uncertainty. We now, what has been occurring in our lives, the predictability of it, the waking up in the morning, knowing what's going to happen, what job we're going to do, what's, that we're healthy today, all those types of things, those allow us to just sort of relax, right? And we go about doing things that fulfill us, acts uh, that are self-loving. So, you know, when, when we talk about this thing of self-love, it's really about habits and rituals and choices, uh, habits, rituals, and choices that say, I love and care about myself. Now, in a, another term, we might call these anchors. So they are anchors because they allow us to stay connected to ourselves. So when you build a meditation practice, you exercise regularly, you eat nutritious food, you um, go for a walk, you spend time in nature, you contribute or, and or invest in your relationships. All of these things are nourishing. They ground you. They allow you to be more connected to yourself. For some people, it might be surfing too, right? It could be playing bridge. It could be so many different things. And in another context, they might be called flow states too. Those can be grounding practices and anchors. Flow states are things that allow you to feel at one with the music, that you spend an hour doing it and it feels like five minutes. These are all ways in which we find peace within ourselves, connection within ourselves. And in the research on flow states, what occurs is that people, their prefrontal cortex actually shuts down when they're in a flow state and the prefrontal cortex is in charge of 
determining the self, your identity. So when you're in a flow state, you're not thinking about who you need to be. You are just who you are. So you're so present. You're so present. And that's why authenticity, when you're not actually thinking about who you need to be in order to be loved and approved of, and am I saying the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? When you are just who you are and embodied, you are living more present than possible because you're not having to go through the masks you wear and making sure you're putting them on and you're doing it in the right order and all that stuff. So when we go through change and transition, our anchors are usually the first thing to go. Things that truly we need most right now are probably the things that you're less likely to do. And you might have noticed this by the types of food you're eating. Or if you were meditating before, you might not be now. Or if you exercise, you might not be exercising or you might be overly exercising, which can happen. Um, But also, what happens when those anchors go out the window is we go towards coping mechanisms. Drugs, alcohol, sex, um, could be sexting, you know, all these different other ways that actually pull us out of our bodies because we don't like being in them because we're anxious and we're uncertain. And so we numb that feeling. And so this is about building practices and making sure that you're staying grounded and connected to yourself. Because when you think about uncertainty and the flow of the world right now, the world feels like there's a lot of angst in the air. And it is easy to be swept up with that angst and flow with it in the winds of it to be pulled away from this moment. But that's where you need to get a deep breath and come back to right now. Now look, coping mechanisms, some of them when they're done in moderation are healthy, you know, like having a glass of wine, you know, if, uh, you know, puffing a little chiba, if that's what gets you through it. Having intimacy and closeness and, you know, being in integrity with ourselves, really that's the connection to it. If it pulls you out of integrity or pulls you away from you, and that's where you can just check in with yourself. If this Is this a healthy choice? Am I making this from a healthy, grounded place? Or am I actually afraid of being in my body right now and my feelings? And you're going to know the answer to that. And you're going to also know if you're bullshitting yourself, right? That's the beauty of getting to know oneself. Is you're like, ah, that's bullshit. I'm totally lying to myself. Okay, now you hold yourself accountable. You need grounding more than ever. You need grounding more than ever. So make sure that you are doing all the things you need to do to take care of yourself. If you're being driven nuts in your home and you have the freedom to do this, because I know there are different rules in different countries. Um, So if you have the opportunity, this is such an invitation to boundaries for you. I need to just spend some time alone in this room. Do you mind? I need to just be present to myself. I need to watch the show by myself. I need to read my own book. I need to do a meditation and ask for support what you might need in order to do that. Also, go for a walk by yourself. Go make sure you're nurturing and taking care of yourself. And this, if you don't want to do it or you're afraid to do it, that's a good sign that you don't have great boundaries. So this is such an invitation to all those things. And so now, in the interest of that, I have a grounding meditation for you. All right. So don't do this while you're driving. Make sure that you either pull over to the side of the road or let's be honest, most of us are at home because we have to be. We get to be. We have to be. And yeah, sure, we get to be. That's a positive spin that doesn't really work right now, let's be honest. So we have to be home. So you're home 
And this is a grounding practice that you can do whenever you're feeling fleeting, whenever you're feeling pulled away from yourself, whenever you're feeling not present to yourself, when you're feeling disassociated, or when you're wanting to go to those other things. Choose those things from a whole place. And you get to that place of embodied wholeness by being present with yourself and being present in general. So we're going to do a grounding and presence meditation. Start by sitting in a comfortable and relaxed position. Allow your eyes to close or keep them open with a softened gaze. Begin by taking several long, slow, deep breaths. Breathing in fully and exhaling fully. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Allow your breath to find its own natural rhythm. Bring your full attention to noticing each in-breath as it enters your nostrils, travels down to your lungs, and causes your belly to expand. And notice each out-breath as your belly contracts and air moves up through your lungs, back up, and out your mouth. Invite your full attention to the flow of your breath. Notice how the inhale is different from the exhale. You may experience the air as cool as it enters your nose and warm as you exhale through your mouth. As you turn more deeply inward, begin to let go of the noises around you. If you are distracted by sounds in the room, simply notice them and then bring your full attention back to your breath. Simply breathe, not striving to change anything about your breath. Don't try to control your breath in any way. Observe and accept your experience in this moment without judgment. Paying attention to each inhale and exhale. If your mind wanders to thoughts, plans, or problems, simply notice your mind wandering. Watch the thought as it enters your awareness as neutrally as possible and without judgment. Then practice letting go of the thought as if it were a leaf floating down a stream. In your mind, place each thought that arises on a leaf and watch as it floats out of sight down the stream. Then bring your attention back to your breath. Your breath is the anchor that you can return to over and over again when you become distracted by thoughts. Notice when your mind has wandered. Observe the types of thoughts that hook or distract you. Noticing is the richest part of learning. 
With this knowledge, you can strengthen your ability to detach from thoughts and mindfully focus your awareness back on the qualities of your breath. Practice coming home to the breath with your full attention. Watching the gentle rise of your stomach on the in-breath and the relaxing letting go on the out-breath. Allow yourself to be completely with your breath as it flows in and out. Notice you might become distracted by pain or discomfort in the body or twitching or itching sensations that draw your attention away from the breath. You may also notice feelings arising, perhaps sadness or happiness, frustration, or contentment. Acknowledge whatever comes up, including thoughts or stories about your experience. Simply notice where your mind went without judging it, pushing it away, clinging to it, or wishing it were different. Simply refocus your mind and guide your attention back to your breath. Breathe in and breathe out. Follow the air all the way in and all the way out. Mindfully be present moment by moment with your breath. If your mind wanders away from your breath, just notice without judging it. Be it a thought, an emotion, or a sensation that hooks your attention and gently guide your awareness back to your breath. As this practice comes to an end, slowly allow your attention to expand and notice your entire body. And then beyond your body. And then to the room you are in. When you're ready, open your eyes and come back fully alert and awake. The breath is always with you as a refocusing tool to bring you back to the present moment. Set your intention right now to use this practice throughout your day to help cultivate and strengthen attention. When you're feeling flooded or frustrated or upset or scared or uncertain or all the things, take a deep breath, place your hand on your heart, and remind yourself, I am safe, I am here, it is now. Sending you lots of love. I hope that meditation was helpful.